Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We're excited to talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Let's dive into 1 Thessalonians 4. Um, what stood out to us? I think Bobby's helping Cal out with something, so I'll just dive right in. For me, right away, the first couple of verses, it says, As for other matters, brothers and sisters, we instructed you in how to live in order to please God, as in fact you are living. Now we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus Christ to do this more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. And so the first kind of thought that came to me reading this was when I talk to non-Christians, or I talk to people who are skeptical of the faith or just kind of curious, oftentimes they say, like, it feels like God's a dictator, and he's telling us, like, do what pleases me, just right here in verse Mm 1, or worship me. I'm asking for your worship, for your attention. You need to pray to me. And some people, that that makes them feel uncomfortable. It rubs them wrong. They're like, what's wrong with this guy? Is he some power-hungry dictator? Mm -hmm. And like we were talking, it's because they're viewing that relationship in the wrong lens. Right. Because God did not create us to be a dictator to some subservient people here. He's He's actually created us for a love relationship. And when we are understanding that this is out of a love relationship, we actually have a great deal of fun living to please one another. So Sure. I mean, that's the difference between um, having an identity as a subject and having an identity as a child of God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I mean, there's a lot we could speak to that about identity and where you know, we find ourselves in relationship to God. Um, but I, when, how I interpret that is, um, in verse one, it says, we instructed you how to live in order to please God. Um, if, as in fact you are living, so they're doing it. So that's great. But an interpretation, uh, that kind of resonates in my mind is, um, we have a God that loves us who sent his son, to die for us, a raise for the dead. Um, and he's actually given us a great gift in laying out a path for how to live. Yeah. And, and so instead of it being restrictive, um, it's actually this beautiful picture. I think I say beautiful picture all the time. And you guys, I say that because I actually truly believe it. <laughs> like Not because I'm running out of words to say, but honestly, I just think I'm so grateful for how God has spoken in the Bible through um, his beloved children to tell Tell us, mm-hmm. hey, this is going to hurt you potentially. Yeah. So stay away from that. Hey, legalistic uh, religion, that's going to hurt you. You know, enter into this relationship. Mm-hmm. But if I can jump Please. in real quick, before we get to how you live, I, I want to go back to reshaping this in and out of a love relationship because take a dating relationship, a marriage relationship, even that of a parent to a child. Like sometimes I'll, I'll try, or Bobby will go the extra mile around here. Uh, whether it's just something around the home or it's celebrating me for my birthday or it's a Christmas present or whatever, um, not be to, to give to please me. And it's not that I'm some authoritarian dictator husband, but actually because she loves me <laughs> and I do the same to her. Um, and we're trying to figure out ways to bless each other. And we think that you might do that well for a best friend, for a roommate, for your child or for your parents. You don't do certain things just because I fear them or... Um, I want to be liked. The mm-hmm, context for mm-hmm. this in First Thessalonians four is that God made you for a love relationship, and when you live in that, it's actually a great deal of joy to try to please Him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry if that makes sense. It's a little long winded, but no, that's, it, 
we talked about too an example that Uncle Ken had given about yeah. you know when you're gonna you're engaged and you're submitting yourself to you know your wife the day before your um, wedding or this your is husband. From Ken's perspective. Yeah, this yeah. is from Ken's perspective. I just remember him saying. I'm not entering that relationship begrudgedly thinking, oh, here I go. I got to submit, you know, to this woman for the rest of my life. Oh, it's going to be terrible. You know, I need to serve and love her. No, you like, and you drive away thinking, (laughs) I don't know if Uncle Ken, if you're listening to this, but I remember he said he drove away thinking, man, I really hope that Lord Jesus doesn't come back in the next four or five days as they were leaving on their honeymoon, thinking like, (laughs) this is going to be an awesome experience that I'm beginning with this woman that I love for the rest of my life. And I can't wait to serve and love and um, enter into a covenant and submit in that way. That's the kind of picture here that we're trying to get, I think, Mm -hmm. um, in, in really how our behavior is um is not controlled by fear or by this dictator like clark said but our behavior love. is an overflow of yeah. a place of love and so we say this often begin your day receiving god's love like you tell yourself i believe that god loves me i'm a child of god and then you sit in that reality you love him back and then you have something to love others with um the next thing i guess i'll add and i'll turn it over to you bobby is it comes from verses two and i think verse eight where Paul says, for you know the instructions we gave you by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so again, Paul's saying here, mm-hmm. my words to you are not Paul's authority. He's saying this is the authority of God. This mm-hmm. is the word of God. If you skip on down to verse 8, he says, therefore, anyone who rejects this instruction does not reject a human being but God, the very God yeah. who gives you his Holy Spirit. So again, if you're in, ever in a conversation where you're wondering, like, do I think this is like the Bible is God's word? And what do the biblical authors think about it? Here's a perfect, crystal clear example of Paul saying, Mm -hmm. "This, even though I'm the one writing this, this is not me writing. This is God writing through me. And you're not rejecting the Apostle Paul. You're rejecting Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, King of the world, if you reject this instruction. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and again, frame it out of love. God's going to give you an honest word because he wants what's best for you and for me. So I've talked enough. What do you got for us? (laughs) Um, I think these are some of my mom's favorite verses, really verses 11 and 12, I think it is. So I'll read those from chapter four. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business and to work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders. And so that you, um, the message version says, so you won't be sponging off your friends. Um, huh. you will not be dependent on anyone. <laughs> and so, funny. um, what sticks out to me, I guess, firsthand is make it your ambition to lead a quiet life and to mind your own business, um, to work with your hands. I don't know about you guys, but I, um, I find a great deal of joy in accomplishing a task every now and then working with my hands. Um, so literally, you know, baking bread, um, kneading the bread, watching the bread prove, smelling the bread in the oven, and then seeing the finished masterpiece of it, taking a bite of it, making and working something with my hand. And, and, um, I remember talking with my mom at one point to mind your own business. When we are working with our hands, we're so consumed with what's right in front of us. We are living so present in the moment um, that we don't have to concern. We don't have concern for anyone else because we don't have time for anyone else. And so that's, um, it just 
I'm just grateful for that verse, number one, because it made me smile and made me think of my mom. Um, and then also number two, because that's a really good reminder. You know, Bobby, you got a lot going on right in front of you. And let's just worry about that. <laughs> let's put our full attention. Let's be present. Oh, hey, look at me. Someone's calling you. I am I'm so spam. popular. Oh, it is. Let me talk to him. Spam I'll let him have it. <laughs> Call me five times a day. Oh, you guys. Uh, so just grateful for um, verse 11 for that, for that reminder. Um, and then verse 12 too, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders. Mm-hmm. And why that stuck out to me is um, sometimes Clark and I have heard people say, you know, I really love Jesus and I really love this guy that I know and read about in the Bible. But then I meet, you know, folks in the church and and I'm and I have hurts from people in the church or I think, oh, well, these people, they're not living the way of Jesus. And, and so that turns them off of it or um, there can just be lots of ways that conversation mm-hmm. goes. And essentially what's happening here is we're getting an encouragement to live our life in a specific way. So yes, we, um, we revere and we honor the Lord and we love him back, but also, so maybe by the grace of God, someone would see and be encouraged in the Lord and think, wow, that, that person, something's different. You know, they can't put words to it, but they've got a smile about them. They've got a joy in their heart. They're working really diligently. Um, Whatever it is, whatever you're doing, uh, I think that it's just appropriate to say that uh, whether you're posting on social media or not, people are watching. And so I think that's just an encouragement to me today, too, um, that when we when we honor the Lord and what we're doing and when we um, surrender our lives to him, our everyday lives, that it makes him smile. But it also um, it also can attract other people yeah. to the Lord, too. That's right. So, hey. Happy Friday. That's all we got for you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.